Welcome to another episode of the IoT Explained series on the IoT for All podcast. My name is Ryan Chacon, the Editor-in-Chief of IoT for All, and on this episode, we talk about what is LPWAN. So what exactly is LPWAN? Well, let's imagine you're trying to talk to your mom in the other room, and you try to talk to her by shouting as loudly as you can. Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Shouting means you're putting more energy into the message. Similarly with machines, increasing the energy of a signal means that it can be heard over greater distances. Examples of this are cellular and satellite connectivity. But what if your lungs aren't strong enough to shout that loudly? Instead of shouting, maybe you try walking into the other room to talk to her, decreasing the distance. Walking towards your mom means that you don't have to expend as much energy to talk, but now you have shorter range. For machines, decreasing power consumption means the message has decreased range. For example, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. But is there another option? Is it possible to communicate with your mom without increasing your energy and without decreasing the range? And that's exactly what LPWAN is. As the name implies, low-power, wide-area networks allow for low-power consumption over a wide area, or long range, But exactly how is this accomplished? So with your mom, perhaps all you wanted to do was ask for some meatloaf. And instead of shouting or moving closer, you might simply point to, you know, where the meatloaf is. Because of the simplicity, this message can be communicated over the distance without shouting. For machines, decreasing the amount of data sent, or the bandwidth, means lower energy at range. This is what LPWANs do. They send and receive small packages of information at infrequent intervals. Sensors and devices can send data over miles of range instead of feet and can last for years on a AA battery instead of weeks or months. LPWANs aren't without their downsides, though. When you point to the meatloaf, your mom might not be looking. The message is transmitted, but it isn't received. Similarly, LPWANs aren't very reliable and messages sometimes need to be sent several times to make sure that they're received. And in this analogy, it would be like pointing to the meatloaf a bunch of times before you leave the room because you weren't sure if your mom saw you. Despite the low reliability and high latency associated with LPWANs, they do play an essential role in IoT. IoT applications can vary greatly, but many applications need tons of sensors spread over big areas, such as smart agriculture or industrial IoT. As discussed in our previous conversations, there are many ways for these sensors and devices to communicate with each other, and they all have their own varying pros and cons. When you have thousands of sensors spread over a big area, you need wireless communication with long range and low power consumption. After all, It would suck to have to replace the batteries in thousands of sensors all the time. Also, it costs money to send messages, and connectivity options like cellular are expensive. Imagine having to pay your phone bill not just for one device, but for thousands. LPWAN technology thus plays a crucial role in enabling the Internet of Things. These networks make it possible to have many thousands of sensors collecting and sending data at lower costs over long range and with better battery life than other connectivity options. And some examples of some use cases would be, let's say, a parking garage where a sensor detects if spots are open by sending a simple yes or no message only when the value changes. Or in a school building, battery-powered locks can be remotely activated or deactivated, helping with general security or crisis situations. And finally, in a city, waste containers throughout the city can send alerts when they're close to being full, allowing for a more efficient garbage collection process. Now, there are obviously many more of these. And it's important to note that LPWAN is a general term, and there are many different competing standards and technologies under that umbrella. The competing LPWAN standards and technologies include, but are not limited to, LoRa, Sigfox, Waitlist, and SymphonyLink. There are many varying pros and cons of each of these LPWAN options, but in the interest of this episode, I'm going to keep this talk more high-level and non-technical. So now you should be able to answer the question, 
what is LPWAN. But if you're looking for more technical dive into LPWAN, feel free to check out all the other content on IoTFraud.com about LPWAN and the different competing technology and standards that fall under the LPWAN umbrella. And as always, you know, I really appreciate you taking time to listen to this IoT Explained episode on LPWAN. And somehow I was able to weave in a meatloaf analogy into that. If you have hopefully found it valuable and if there are other common topics, questions or phrases around the IoT industry that you'd like us to cover, just let us know. Uh, let us know in the comments via email or tweet us at IoT for all. We really appreciate your time and are working very hard to continue to bring you as much value as possible in everything that we create. My only request is that if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating or review. It helps others find it and it helps let us know that you're a fan. Cheers. <laughs>